0: Hey, friends. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of The Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care. This is your girl, Kristen Denise, also known as KD. And I am so grateful that you are joining us on our self-care journey. I want to ask you to remember to make sure that you subscribe so that you're always aware of a new conversation that drops, that you rate us because we want to know how we're doing. Give us five stars and that you leave a review so that other people can know what we're talking about and know why they should join in on the conversation. Thank you so much for your help. Now, let's get into today's
1: episode. Hey, friends. It is your girl, Krista Denise KD, here with another episode of the Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care coming to you late in the day, late, 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 almost the next day, late. But I was committed to recording this episode on Sunday. This is, what is this? Sunday, June (laughs) 7th. That should let you know just where I am. Um, These weeks continue to be interesting and trying. There's triumph right alongside of heartache and sadness. There is a lot of life being lived by so many of us right now. And that's why the episode is being recorded after 11 o'clock at night. Like I'm going to barely just make it in. And it depends on how long I talk to determine whether or not I actually get this episode published on Sunday. Just know I started it on Sunday, um, June 7th, regardless of when it gets published. Um, So I'm going to actually share podcast Nerd Facts this week. Uh, Y'all, we are almost at 15,000 downloads. And that, like, overwhelmed me. It's only been two months since my birthday. um, And to have another 5,000 downloads damn near in two months is a blessing um, thank you all for finding just more things to, to to share to listen to. Thank you for sticking with me for my long time listeners. Um, to my newbies, welcome. You know, remember to like, share, comment, all that. Continue to expand our community. Y'all have blessed me. This continues to bless me. Um, the fact that you all continue to listen pushes me to continue to record, even when it's been a week, even when I'm tired. This is actually rejuvenating for me. I usually, I'm not gonna lie, I will. I start tired often. Um, just based on where we are in the world and the emotional strength it takes and the mental strength it takes to get through um, from day to day, week to week. So I, I start a lot of episodes tired, but by the end of them, I am rejuvenated and I'm excited because, one, I'm doing something that I love, which is helping people be well, um, which is sharing the things I've learned, um, the tips I have, which is teaching, in a sense. Some of this is teaching, which is my passion, Um So, thank you for helping me do something that makes me well, even when I am tired. I'm going to be real. In the coming weeks, we might miss a couple of weeks. I start grad school officially tomorrow. uh, June 8th is my first day of class. I'm super excited about that. Um, I also have a procedure, a medical procedure this week. It's minor. It's minimal. But still, nonetheless... Um, it's just a lot. There is a lot of life happening. And while I love this and it does bring me joy, I cannot talk about self-care and not practice self-care. And so in the coming weeks over the next two months in particular, I'm going to be really, really focused on what it means for me to be well. And if that means some weeks I miss, I just, I I ask for your grace now because prayerfully y'all want me to be well, just like I want y'all to be well. Um, so that is that. Uh, the next podcast, Nerd Facts. So I'm going to share the least listened to episode first, and then I'm going to share the top five most listened to episodes. And it's so funny to me. The least listened to episode is the episode where I talk about taking care of your mental health. Get you a therapist. Get you somebody you could talk to. There are so many free resources right now, um, in particular for Black people. See if your job has resources. Like, there are extra resources in the ether, um, in the ether right now the ethos, whatever word you want to use. There are so many free resources that have been put out there because people recognize that it's not easy being Black in this world. It surely is not easy being Black in, in this country if you're in the United States. Um, There's so much going on with the, between the pandemic and police brutality and protesting and just life, life all over the freaking place. And so there have been resources that, mental health resources in particular that have flooded our communities. Use them, take advantage of them, please. I talked to my therapist on Friday, Thursday. I, days run together for me right now. But I did talk to my therapist this week and it blessed me, okay? She, listen, I, I said all the time, she is a gift. She is a true gift to me and I'm so appreciative of her and, and the fact that she is this gift um, and that she really helps me to keep, Bit all together, um, that she really cares about me as a person, beyond what she gets paid to do, and I just don't know, honestly, where I would be had she not, she's been in my life for almost three years now, we've been together for two and a half years, and I am evolving and advancing, I have more coping mechanisms, but life keeps life in, and it keeps life in different ways, and so that's why she's still around. Um, it's not that I'm not growing, it's that li- life is growing around me, so, you know, new levels, uh, new challenges to face on those new levels, um, but but take care of your mental health, friends, listen to the episode, um, even if you don't listen to the episode, do what you need to do to make sure you are mentally well, because you deserve to be mentally well, and mental wellness impacts so much, of the other stuff that we deal with in our lives. Um, it helps us to make it through those really hard days. And we have had some really hard days and I'm certain that they are not over. So take care of your mental health, folks. Top five episodes, starting from number five, uh, bet on yourself, is number five. I appreciate that. Uh, I actually went back and listened to bet on My," "Bet on yourself, myself this week. Um, and it blessed me and it reminded me of the importance of taking the chance on myself, on my skills, uh, to live the life that I want to live. Um, the next one was be intentional and everything you do, even when you rest, be intentional with making sure that you rest well and that you rest often. Um, be intentional with where you put your yes, with where you put your no, your energy, your time, um, with what, what you say, um, how you live, what you invest in, um, the road that you travel down, be intentional. Don't let life Happen to you. Make life happen. Um, Number three, create your own Mamba mentality in honor of um, the beloved Kobe Bryant, who left us in January, along with his daughter, Gianna and um, five other passengers on a a tragic helicopter crash. I did an episode that explored what he said about his Mamba mentality and what you could do to create your own manifesto for how you want to live life, how you want to show up in the world. So that um, regardless of the number of years you get, the years are impactful. He was only alive for 41 years. He had just stopped playing basketball, what, three years ago or so. And in that time had done so much. And it's because of how he approached life um, as a, a, a consummate student, as a person who practiced, who, who wanted to be 100 on, in everything he put his name on. Um, so learning from him and creating our own Mamba mentality. Number two, uh, five tips on learning to love yourself better. Y'all really liked that episode. It's one I did around Valentine's Day based on a video series I did last year after my interactions with the young lady who, in everything we were discussing, asked me, how do you learn how to love yourself? And her question hit me at my core because it was a question I really had to answer for myself. And it took me a while to be able to answer it. I was in my 30s before I really dealt with what does it mean for me to love me and to love me well. And sharing those tips and the, the the five things that I did to ensure that I'm constantly taking good care of myself and investing in myself and treating myself the way that I want the world to treat me because I deserve it. And I deserve it from me first. And finally, still overwhelmingly, number one episode, routine success. Listen, I'm working on a new routine as my life has a bunch of new stuff in it um, right now. And so... Routine success is still by far, like, by far the number one episode amongst podcast listeners. Uh Yeah, I must be going back to that thing, rewinding it, or that's the one you're sharing with your friends or telling people to listen to. I appreciate all of it. Um And I'm thankful that those habits of developing good routines, of um, simplifying your life through routine, are helping you to live the life you want to live, even in the midst of a pandemic, helping you learn what it means to thrive um, and to get what you want to get. There's a meme going around and it's like, what if 2020 is not like the worst year ever? What if it's not trash, basically? What if it's the setup for the rest of your life? And I obviously paraphrase that horribly. So just like, let's be very clear. But the premise being, some of people are like, oh, just get me to 2021. Get me the hell out of here. But there's over six months left in the year. And with that much time, even as the world is dealing and swirling around us and there's so much going on, you can make some really firm decisions for yourself and you can put yourself in a position to thrive in ways you didn't even know you could thrive before. So 2020 doesn't have to be over. It literally can be the year that changed everything and changed it for the better. 2020 is a year, right? It's going to go down in history as a year uh, people are joking like 20, 2020 is going to be a, like a whole semester history class in a, about the next five to 10 years. People are like, remember 2020? And they're going to literally take a whole semester to discuss all the things that happened in 2020. Um, and we, again, we are not even halfway through it. We're only five and a half months in technically. Um, and so we know that 2020 is going to be the year that changed everything. The question is for you, will it be the year that changed everything for the better or for worse? And I really think that's a decision that you get to make regardless of what life throws at you. And I pray life is only throwing good things at you because we are dealing with more than enough. Um, but even then the challenges, even then the heartache, even in the loss, um, I believe, I honestly believe that we can still make something amazing out of 2020, which is why I've talked about what does it look like to thrive in this season? Um, what does it look like to grow in this season? What does it look like to build the life that you want in this season? Because it's possible. So those are all my podcast nerd facts for today. Um, We're going to jump into the episode. I don't think it's going to be long, but we all know how that goes with me. Very rarely am I right. We'll see what happens. Um, So today in self-care, speak up. Speak up for yourself. Make it plain what you need to be well and go after it and expect people to accommodate you because you deserve it across the board. That's it. Speak up. And I mean, across the board, I mean, in every level. So I'm going to discuss some of what that might look like at different levels of your life and, and, and in and in this season. And, um, so we're going to go from there. So one, speak up at home, speak up in your, your, uh, personal intimate relationships. If you live by yourself, maybe speaking up to your friends. I'll give a, a great example. Um, my friends and I were supposed to have a social distancing girls night tonight. One of our friends who was technically kind of like hosting it, she could no longer do it. And um, and that's fine. And she spoke up for herself and she said, hey, I, I need to postpone. I need to wait. And cool. I'm not going to give you grief. I'm not going to stress you. I don't want do you to do anything that's going to put you out because I love you and I want you to be well. Right? Flip side of that, because grad school starts tomorrow because I have stuff going on at work and other projects and things that I'm working on, I know that my life is going to be pretty full for the foreseeable future. And um, I need it tonight because I don't know when I'm going to have a chance to do this again. And so while she could not do it, it doesn't mean that we could not do it. And so the, the rest of us still got together. and We had our social distancing girls night and it morphed and it looked a little bit different, but it was still good to my soul. So on both sides of that, you have two people speaking up. You have my dear friend, who I love dearly, speaking up, saying, hey, I know this is what we planned. I can't do it. That's not what I need right now to be well. I have some stuff I need to sit with. I need to process whatever the case may be. And we supported her right now. We love her right now. We say, okay, we want you well. Do what you need to be, do to be well. On the other side of that, same, same event, circumstances, whatever, I needed something different. And I could still speak up and say, while I respect what you need and I want you to have what you need, I can also acknowledge that I need something else and still speak up so that I can have it. Because it could have been done at that. She couldn't do it. She was hosting and we all stayed home and we didn't have our social distancing girlfriend date. But because I was like, hey, I I get it. I still need something, though. And we were able to get together and I was able to have what I needed at the same time. You speaking up for yourself should not deny someone else the right to speak up for themselves and to get what they need to be well, okay? Because the point is not wellness just for Kristen. The point is wellness for everyone, in particular, everyone that I love. I definitely want all of my people to be well, um, just as much as I want myself to be well. I want all of you to have what you need to be more than okay in the society that we live in. I want everybody to feel comfortable using their voice. I want us to all be able to compromise and do the things that we need to do to be okay, and so that is what that looks like. That has looked like me calling friends, um, not during the but I've had moments of being like, dang, I just really need a hug. Now I live by myself. I, you know, I don't have children. I'm not in a romantic relationship, but I am still in significant relationships with people that I love and people that love me. And one of the things I loved about uh, my friend, Sam, who would get those calls more often than some of my other friends because he was just closest to me. He worked down the street from me. He was literally like eight minutes away from me on any given day, Um, and I could call Sam in the middle of the day and be like, "Hey, I need a hug," and he'd be like, "Roll through," and I could get a hug, and and he'd be like, "You good? I'm good," and I could go on about my day. And I remember there was a time in my life where I wouldn't speak up because that kind of stuff felt trivial or no one owes me anything, which is true. But I do believe that when your relationship with people and you know that people love you and you love people, you should be able to speak up about what you need in those relationships um, when you need them. Something as simple as a hug. Sometimes I need I need to go to lunch. I need to see you. I need to hang out with a friend. Cool. Um, sometimes I, I had a friend once. I'll never forget this. It was... Um, it was just a pretty significant day in my world. It reminded me of a major loss of losing my aunt when I was younger and I was super emotional. And I went over to my friend's house. I mean, I called her while in in like traffic at the light because I just burst into tears and I was just overwhelmed with this emotion. And I called her because she was the, probably the closest person to me at the time, um, physically the closest person. And I said, hey. I am upset. I'm crying. Can I just come over to your house? And she was like, sure. I drove her to her house and as an adult, I laid down on her lap and I cried. I was 29 years old and I, I walked in the door. I didn't have to explain what was going on. She gave me the biggest hug. I laid in her lap and I cried my heart out. And she was fine with that. Why? Because she loved me. And I'm glad that I knew in that moment I could speak up and ask for what I needed to be Okay. If you need time away, tell people you need time. If you need help, tell people in your household or in your your intimate circles you need help with something. Um, Whatever you need at home and in your personal spaces, you should be able to be the most comfortable with speaking up and ensuring that you are put in a position to get what you need to be okay. One, because they want you to be okay. And so don't... Hold yourself back. Don't make decisions for other people. Ask for the help that you need. Believe that you deserve to get it and and be thankful when it comes all at the same time. So speak up. A hug, space, assistance, a chance to get away, whatever it is. Say what you need. Expect that you will get it because you deserve it. Okay, cool. Speak up at work. Speak up at work to get new opportunities. Speak up at work to set boundaries. Speak up at work to get assistance. Um, Speak up at work so people understand where you are if something is overwhelming, if you need to try something a new way, if you have a good idea, excuse me, whatever it is. Don't sit there with a closed mouth hurting. Don't sit there with a closed mouth unfulfilled. Don't sit there with a closed mouth not getting a raise. You better advocate for what you need. You need it. And there's nothing wrong with you needing it. I, I speak up on both. I speak up to ask people where I'm messing up and need to do better. I speak up to ask people where I'm doing really well. I speak up and ask people about growth opportunities. I speak up and tell people what I want to try to do, even if it's not something I currently do. I take on projects. I do all kinds of stuff. I, I tell people, no, I'm, I can't do that. I'm not going to be able to do that. And just that confidently, like I don't have to explain, no, that's not in my wheelhouse. Next, not in a rude way. I'm a hard worker. So it's not a question of whether or not I will work hard. I produce results consistently. I do a good job, which is what makes me confident enough to speak up and advocate for myself when I need to. So if you are at work and you're not feeling comfortable doing that, check, um, whether or not you're doing a good job to begin with. Like we know when we've been shady and if we've been a little shady, we're scared to ask for what we need. Um, and check to make sure you're in a place that values you. Don't stay anywhere that does not value you. That does not mean get up and quit your job tomorrow. That means set a plan. Um, or I'm sorry, create a plan and set it in motion so that you can get in a space where you are valued and on a team where you know your contributions mean something and people honor that so that when you need to speak up, you feel comfortable doing so. Right? Um, Speak up on social media. Share where you are. You don't have to give all the personal, intimate details of your life, okay? But really let your platform be your platform. I've been so proud of so many friends who are sharing very openly and honestly about the protesting, about their thoughts on these upcoming elections, um, about the the point of eating and being healthy. Like they're sharing their wisdom, their knowledge with us. They're sharing their heart with us. They're sharing their passion with us. Some of my closest friends are people who I haven't seen in years because they're them speaking up on social media about something caught my attention and it it took our um, our interactions to the next level, right? I have a friend. I did a a video interview for an organization called Not on Our Watch um, on mental health. You know what that happened? One of the friends spoke up and said, "Hey." we're doing a list of resources that people can use in this time for their mental health. And we're putting your podcast on there. What you're including me. That's amazing, right? This is a young lady who I haven't seen in years. She came to Atlanta a couple of years ago and I went out to, you know, say what's, what's good. And we stayed connected through social media because she spoke up that she was going to be in the city and she wanted to hang out. And I went cause we hadn't seen each other since high school then. Um, And in that, and I said, hey, if you want to have a live discussion on this, I would love to do that. She's like, oh my gosh, yes, let's do this. I'm appreciative. Did a 30-minute interview where I was able to share mental health tips, how I got to this place, things people could do with their kids during this time to ensure that wellness is taking place in your family. Um, It was a beautiful opportunity for me to share something I'm passionate about. It was an opportunity for her to promote mental health amongst black people who are doing this work right now, something that she absolutely cares about. And it came to both of us because we both spoke up. She spoke up to tell me, she didn't have to tell me that we're putting my podcast on the list. They could have just put the podcast on the list, put it out there. If I looked at it one day and saw it, I'd be like, oh wow, she included me, that's cool. Um, But she said something to me, she spoke up. And because she spoke up and she said something to me, I in turn was able to offer something to her and then we get this beautiful partnership and we, we get to speak up together and share the knowledge that we have and the things that we've learned with a broader community to help people be well, which matters to me a lot. Um, I'm going to speak up about anything. I want to speak up about that, right? Um, and finally, speak up to yourself. Speak your dreams out loud. Give them power. And, and let them change your life. Right. I spoke about going to grad school. It literally took me 20 years to complete my undergraduate degree. And three months after completing my undergraduate t- degree, I got accepted to a graduate program. And if all goes well, I'm going to be done next summer. Not if as all goes well by next summer, I will have a master's degree. So it may have taken me 20 years to do the first part, but clearly jumped on it one year to get the next part done. Right. Um, I spoke up about needing a graduate assistantship. I've been saying it out loud. I've been saying it to everyone. I said, I'm going to do everything I can to get a graduate assistantship. You know what? I start tomorrow, my graduate assistantship. Right? Because I am taking time in my own world, not to just write things down. I believe in writing things down. Write things down. Pray about things. But also speak the life that you want into existence because you recognize that your words have power. Speak the love of your life speak your dreams coming true speak your travel plans I, when I went to China I said I don't even know I'm gonna get I literally um 2013 is when I went to China I literally just gotten laid off from my job in January of 2013 at the time did not have prospects for another job in the future and in January right after all of this happened because I got laid off maybe two weeks into the new year I said you know what I'm gonna go to China I'm, it was on my vision board. I wanted to go to China. I wanted to do a mission trip to China um, And then the opportunity came my way and by the end of the month I was like I was in a program that was gonna help me get there right and I got interviewed and I got accepted And I remember telling my mom and she's like, you don't even have a job right now How are you gonna pay to go to China? And I, her, I said, I don't know and that's above my pay grade And I don't have to know but I do know that I'm going that's what I know to be sure Is that I am going to go. And by the time the fundraising deadline hit, I had raised over $5,000 for my trip to China. And part of that was speaking it. My trip to Rwanda, same thing. Raised over $4,000 for a trip to Rwanda. When I went to Kenya, it wasn't a a mission trip, so I didn't raise money for it. But I remember saying very clearly, I'm going back to Africa this year. And went to Kenya for Thanksgiving last year. So that was... It took me 38 years of my life to get to the continent of Africa. And then in year 38, I go twice. Part of that is speaking out loud with conviction. That's a part of the manifestation process. It's the words that you let come out of your mouth. Um, I learned a long time ago, I don't get what I want. I get what I say. Good or bad. I have spoken negativity into my life. Very clearly, very plainly, I mean, I could see it with precision how I spoke exactly what I did not want into my life, and it manifested just as much as I've spoken exactly what I did want into my life, and it manifested. I remember my job before this one, having a very difficult conversation with my supervisor um, on a Friday, her leaving the office at one o'clock, me leaving to go to therapy at three, And in in, in between one and three o'clock in that two hours, I made a decision that I was going to get another job. And I said, I'm going to have another job by August 1st. This was like June 15th. I said, I'm going to have another job by August 1st. I gave myself six weeks to find a new job, month and a half. I went to therapy at three. In therapy, I said, I'm going, I know who I'm going to call. I know who I'm going to reach out to and sent the text. Literally, as soon as therapy was over, I had a phone call. By 405, I didn't get out of therapy till 350. So I sent a text at like 350, had a phone call at 405 and a job offer at 420. And I remember calling my therapist after that call and saying, I know I told you I have a new job by August 1st. What would you do if I told you I had a new job today? That wasn't just wishing and hoping and dreaming. That was speaking and walking and affirming those words. I spoke with my actions. When I raised that money for, to go to China, when I raised that money to go to Rwanda, I didn't just hope and dream. I did hope and dream, but it wasn't the only thing I did. And then after hoping and dreaming and then speaking it out loud and affirming it and telling people who will also affirm it and not speak death over my dreams, because people could speak death over your dreams, get you a good team that's going to speak life, right? And them being like, bet. Like, I'm excited for you. I can't wait for you to go. I can't wait to see your pictures. And then walking in that, allowing my actions to follow my words. Because words are you saying what you believe, your actions are showing what you believe. And so then my actions became fun. I fundraised on the low at first to just get a good base going. And then I brought that thing publicly and I created um, social media marketing ain't my thing. But when I tell you I created visuals <laughs> um, and I consistently shared Where I was on my journey, I consistently shared how much money I had raised and how much more I needed to raise. I consistently shared what this trip meant to me in learning about reconciliation or when I went to China and teaching conversational English and having the opportunity to share the gospel because that was important to me. And those, those things came to life even more beautifully than I spoke them. So speak up. That's it. Speak up. Speak up, speak up, speak up, speak up, speak up, speak up. One of my best friends, one of my dearest, closest friends, she has a phrase that has changed my life, right? And it's um, black girl speaks and the healing begins. And it's true. And you can look her up. Look up black girl speak. She's a phenomenal person. She's a phenomenal, multi-talented human being. She does spoken words. She does educational consulting. She uplifts women and family and marriages and children and like black let me be very specific black women black families black marriages black children that is her focus and she does it so well and she share when she shares her dreams when she shares her ideas and i have the opportunity to see them come alive to life and i have the opportunity to be a part of some of them i'm 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 watching this girl speak healing not just for herself not just for her intimate, um, you know, immediate family or even her extended family. I'm watching her speak healing for all of us and create spaces where that healing takes place. But it starts with speaking. It starts with sharing that vision, sharing that idea, saying what you need, saying where you need help, saying how you want to see people come together. And I've watched her for years say it and I'm watching it manifest day by day, piece by piece. She is speaking this amazing beauty into the world she's speaking healing into the lives of so many people myself included i'm a living testimony to the fact that black girls speak and the healing begins in our sharing and our coming together and our loving one another um again you can look her up on blackgirlspeaks.com um and see all of the phenomenal things that she's doing and the resources that she has and i i I vouch for anything you find because she's amazing you can check out her blog and just see how she has shared of herself with the world. And it's true. And so I encourage you, in particular, black girls, to speak so your healing can begin, as my sister says, so fluently and so beautifully. Right? As as, as I've lived it, as I've manifested in my own life, even before I heard that phrase, but even more so now that that mantra is a part of my life. Speak 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 up create healing environments in your home in your personal space in your families in your communities in your workspaces um, and in your dreams and let your actions follow and let your healing come and live that life that you want so badly to live so that other people can see that it's possible through you that is all that i have i love you so much get some good rest um Gird yourself up for what's to come, but in the process, speak what you want to see. Things that people are telling you impo- that are impossible, remind them that it may be impossible for them, but it's not impossible for you. Write it down. Pray over that thing if you're the praying type. Give it to the universe if that's what you choose to do, but speak out loud what you want to see brought to life in this world and watch it come alive. I love you so much. Make it a great day, week, month. Year and be well. Talk to you soon, friends.
0: Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of the Black Girl's Guide to Self Care. If you're ready to get started on your own self care journey and you need some help, check out the Black Girl's Guide to Self Care workbook. You can find it on Amazon.com, and we would love for you to have it to help you in your self-care journey. You can also join us on social media. We have a Facebook group, The Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care. On Twitter, you can find us at Black Girl Self-Care. And on Instagram, we are Black Girl Self-Care Revolution. So come on over and join us online. Keep the conversation going um, and stick with us in between episodes. Love you so much. Thank you for joining me today. And I just hope that you have an amazing rest of your day, month, week, year, that it is literally you living your best life. So, till next time, be well.